What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Real Estate Podcast, episode 261. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trav. We're rehashing some old teenage without them. It's funny because uh, Ramstein released a song this week called Angst. And it's got these <laughs> like, like zombie-looking cheerleaders dancing in it. Yeah. I was like, huh. Yeah, what happened here, you know? Yeah, what happened here? <laughs> yeah, Donnie Darko, man. Yeah, man. It's been a minute since I've watched Mr. Mr. Darko and his adventures. And uh, Some would say a, uh, a classic. I mean, absolutely, right? At this point, like, I mean, it, it came it, out, it, what, 2001? Mm-hmm. Well, I just feel like if anyone's watched a Richard Kelly film, it's it's Darko. Which is crazy because yeah. it's his first one. Yeah, good for a first movie. He really set the bar high. Yeah. You know, you can uh, tell he was he was trying to get some sort of thought across. That yeah. first that first movie, you know, where they especially with the type of director we've been dealing with, like he just. It's like the, it was just a display of how weird he's like. This is how weird I want to go. And he, I mean, he went there, man. It's amazing. Like not only like the writing, the directing, it looks amazing. Oh, the cinematography, the dude. When you get the big reveal, yeah. like at the school. Yeah, and yeah. It's playing the song, you know, and they're doing the walking around, and you yeah. see the little girls dancing. Yeah. You, I don't Speed know if y'all notice when down. they do the. The one little girl at the front, which I think is his little sister, she tries to yeah. high five a girl, and they just like, yeah, you know, they they're 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think that that says more about like the kids, though. I don't like. I it probably wasn't intended to happen that way, but it almost felt like it was yeah, intended it's like, to happen. Leave that it way. in because that's real. Like, yeah. Well, and because of like perfect. how. The 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 bitch, you know, she was the one that was over Sparkle Motion. Yeah, you know, there's a little bit of resentment Sparkle there because they dedication to Sparkle Motion. Yeah, yeah. So it's like one of those things where it's like, does she really deserve to be like cheerlead or you know yeah. whatever they call it? Um, but yeah, this this the lighting. I always was Im- impressed by the lighting, especially how certain scenes, like whenever he's at the therapist office. Mm-hmm. How it looks like something from like the nineteen sixties. Yeah. Like the way that it's lit, the way that it's shot and everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there's certain scenes that have that feel to it. It feels it feels timeless yeah. to a certain degree, you know? Mm-hmm. But um Yeah, because it's supposed to be like in like nineteen eighty eight or something, right? Yeah, yeah. And it but it, it really doesn't look super eighties. Like, no, no. Not no. really. Like well, and there's not a lot of like if they made Donnie Darko today, of course they'd have to change a couple, a couple, couple of choices of language <laughs> yeah. and things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but there would uh, they would definitely have way more licensed '80s music in oh, it, yeah. or references to '80s pop culture, you know. And that was one thing that's kind of impressive looking back at it now. It's like there really wasn't that much. Mm-mm. You know, no reference other than like the election and everything yeah, that was happening the around Smurfs. that time. Yeah, yeah, the Smurf that thing. The whole yeah. Smurf conversation was like a mm-hmm. straight out of a Kevin Smith movie. I know, right? Yeah. 
But uh, when was the first time that you guys watched Donnie Darko? Uh, I was like 10th or 11th grade. Yeah. That's, it was, that's... it was, it was on the list of, uh, I guess you could call it edge Lord movies. Yeah. Like it's, it's your pay. Like, Oh, you watch this. You like this. Oh, but you don't know what this movie is about. Like it's the same people that was like, yeah, I'm watching fight club. Yeah, yeah. I'm reading. I'm reading Noam Chomsky. Let me tip my fedora a little. Yeah. So when was, uh, when was it that I watched it? And we thought, was that like 2010? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was about 10 years so, ago. 10 or 12 years ago. Here's the reason I never watched it. Because I was like, oh, it's a Jake Gyllenhaal movie. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that was kind of before he like. Yeah, became. Well, it's like he kind of did this movie. Then he, you know, he went off and did some things where it's like, okay, you know. Yeah. He played yeah. the heart. But never file. anything like this. No. So. so when I watched it, I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. What? What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like he really, but no. Yeah. He really puts his his chops on display, though. You know what I mean? And that had this had to be pretty early in his career, right? I mean, I mean, it's got to be his first feature, right? Like that he was top billing for. Yeah, he did a he did a handful of things, but nothing like this. Like, no. I see. He was in City Slickers in 1991. I would say that like October Sky. Yeah. Because he was the lead in October Sky. Yeah. And then this came out and then Bubble Boy. He had a good year in 2001. Especially after (laughs) Donnie Darko. Yeah, yeah. And of course, October Sky. Yeah. Um, That was a good movie. Yeah. So I did see that movie when it came out. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in so long. It probably would have been 1999 the last time I saw yeah. it. I mean, that's kind of a one Dude, and done. I mean, it's a good movie, but. Yeah, we watched it at school. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, and then you've got, okay, you've got Jake. You've got Maggie. You've got Swayze. And then you've got a lot of these character actors that you've seen a million times over. I wonder like, if he did the he, same thing here like he did with Southland Tales where he's like, these people kind of got pigeonholed, so I wanted to give them a like Patrick Swayze. Yeah, he never he said he played somebody step, like that. No, like no, he's definitely stepping out of what what would be his norm, right? Yeah. So, but I mean, he he was great. He, he did like, a great job. Yeah, he he looks and sounds like a used car salesman. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um. But yeah, I, I remember watching this back in, uh, I was probably in 10th, 11th grade whenever I watched it because like Trav said, same sentiments. Like there was a lot of those movies that were kind of going around that people were, people were passing around at school and watching. And that was one of them that definitely fell into that. And there was like, I had never seen storytelling like that before, mm-hmm. you know? And that's one of the things that, that drew me to it was because, like, of course, it's a weird movie and everybody loves weird from time to time. Well, mo- you know, most people love weird from time to time. But, like, it's just the way that, like, Richard Kell, like, it's kind of like Clerks, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's the storytelling. It's the fact that it was Richard Kelly's first film. It was the fact that, like, the the talent that came from this 
yeah. what you know what the director was able to it was like a perfect storm and then it was also one of those films that you can revisit and every time you revisit it you find something mm-hmm. different you find you start picking up on little things and as you get older some of those things may be interpreted a little bit differently than they were when you were younger you know yeah because like one thing that i kind of picked up on this on this viewing more so and i don't know if it's because i'm older or if it's because of like the the climate of the of the world right now but like the um the mental disorder you know like the the mental stuff that was happening in the film you know yeah. what i mean and the fact that like they really didn't elaborate too much on exactly what happened like he kind of mentioned it a little bit but like it's it's to me that's kind of an interesting thing and it's kind of interesting also in the respect that like he has these problems and that also adds into the mystery of like is it in his head is it really happening what the fuck's happening here but it really feeds into some of that stuff and it's very interesting the way that it was like played out and 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 how it was written you know what i mean yeah like his parents was the the shrink was telling them she thought he was paranoid with schizophrenic yeah you know talking stuff imagine your friend won't you do bad stuff you know yeah and they never really did go back to like you know he burn a house down yeah it's like why do you do that it seems like he's got a pretty good life well and that's another thing too watching it it's like like is uh, is he like a spoiled kid right or does his parents just not have the the capacity to like to be involved in his life more it kind of looked like that yeah exactly kind of doing their own thing just yeah and everybody's doing their own thing i mean the father i mean by the house even in 1988 standards lived in a really really nice house Mm -hmm. the dad was uh definitely traveling and like he 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 had to travel for work, mm. so it was definitely somebody that was like very important at whatever company or whatever he whatever he did as for a living. Probably gone a lot. Um, yeah, exactly. The mom was like a stay at home mom, yep. but she was so ra- like you could tell from a couple of those scenes she's so wrapped up in the politics of everything that's going on around her. Yeah, you, you know when it really like none of that shit even fucking matters for real, you know, and then. You can tell, like, the family is very well educated. They're very, they're all very smart, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, is it is it that is it the case that like his family or that his parents like didn't, you know, give him like the attention that he needed, so he started to like lash yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Or or is it something more? Is it a legitimate a legitimate mental illness? Because like, he said he burned a house down on an accident, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you burn a house down on accident, like I've played with matches and stuff when I was a kid, I didn't burn a house down, but like that's, if it's a, if it's available, kids are going to play with that shit, you know? And maybe that's why there's this disassociation between like him and his parents, because his parents was like, well, we got to get him help. There's obviously something wrong with him. We don't know why he's acting out like this. Yeah. When in reality, it's probably like, no, I was just a kid, man. Like. Yeah. So there there's a lot 
you know, and, and that's one of those things you can go back and you can, you can read more into that and look more into that and probably discover more, you know? Yeah. Didn't he, didn't he tell his sister near the beginning, he quit taking his medicine. Yeah. They had him on medicine for it. Yeah. Or whatever they were giving him. It's like, he ain't even diagnosed yet. We're giving him medicine. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, right. America. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and then the, and then the therapist was like, you can quit taking your medicine. They're all placebos anyway. And it's like, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, really? So, and, and like, you can kind of tell too, like, like Donnie has, has his small group of friends. He's not very popular with like the bullies and stuff like that. But like the way that it seemed was like those kids didn't, those kids became more involved in his life whenever, after the accident happened. Yeah. Well, the one kid thought he's like, they're blaming me for the fucking pipe. You tell yeah, them it yeah. was me. It's like, no, nah, dude, they just think it's you because you're the shithead in the school. Yeah, you're a fucking piece of shit, so, man. You and Seth Rogen. <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 uh. He didn't say much. No. They're like, just be quiet. Yeah, just be here. <laughs> yeah, just show up and be quiet, you know? But yeah, and, and the premise is so interesting, though. Like, the, the world's going to end. What do you, like, you know... What are you going to do? And I mean, he did his thing, man. Yeah. Well, it kind of plays like a what if too, because, you know, because everybody seemingly forgets after everything comes full circle. But you see all those people at the end, like having that moment. Yeah. Like, you know, and that's why the girl, like when she's looking at the mom, she's like, it's something yeah. Almost like a... Yeah. Well, and the, and they explain in it, it's like, okay, people that are coming, like whenever the tangent universe closes out, some people will remember certain parts of that through dreams. Yeah. And that's, that's whenever you've got like the two teachers are in bed, he wakes up, but she doesn't. Yeah. You know, like he remembers all that shit. She does. She's not going to remember okay, all dude's that. crying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Cause he terrible fucking. Terrible nightmare. That I got yeah. caught. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really interesting too. It's like how your life and like the things that you do, whether it be good or bad, how that affects everything around you in that way. Because like nobody comes out good in the film except for the sister. Like she gets accepted into college Mm -hmm. and the dad, which he's, you know, he's, he's gone on a trip. So, you know, you don't really know what happens there, but like, the mom and the sister die in the plane crash, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, he, uh, the, the that fixes Patrick's it but, when if, but they're alive. Exactly, at the end, yeah. Cause it fixes. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. Yeah. So it's just that idea of like the tangent universe that kind of spiraled out of control. And it shows that like him being alive and him living through that. And it shows like everybody else just has a fucking, a bad existence at that point. And I, well, I don't say that she gets out scot-free because I'm pretty sure that, that the sister was dating Frank, right? Oh yeah. Cause she was looking for him at the party. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then Donnie, you know, Donnie kills Frank. That's why we know? never see who she's when she's coming home late at night. You never see who she's with. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she's been out with Frank. Yeah. 
this fucking creepy mask on, you know? Yeah. But yeah, and and the whole idea of like predestination and and all that kind of stuff and free will and everything, it's very interesting conversations to like to to witness and to also kind of be a part of, you know, because yeah. like, you know, the idea is like every decision that you make sprouts another universe, right? Yeah. So, you know, that whole conversation that he had with the teacher, which is crazy, you know, the teacher stops the conversation because he says he can lose his job. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, is it because of the fact that, like, religion and God was brought into it while he shut that conversation down? Talk about time or, travel. Probably, well, yeah. Like, that, you know. Yeah, theoretical. Yeah. yeah. But. I mean, anybody, you know, people are like, that just sounds crazy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe possible, may not be, but it just sounds crazy to some people. Yeah. Did uh, Did you watch the director's cut, Trav? Uh, I watched the cut that was on HBO. Okay. Did it have the the pages from the book pop up? Uh, I don't recall, man. Okay, because the... earlier today I was doing shit while I watched it too, man. Well, because in one of the pages of the book they explain there's the 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 living, the affected living. So that's everybody that's alive. And then you've got the manipulated dead, right? And that's one of the passages that's brought up. And it's like the manipulated dead will be there and they'll have a purpose. And like they'll have some specific pur- purpose that they're they're fulfilling or that they're trying to lead, you know, lead the players in yeah. place. And like, I never, I never thought this or considered this, but like, was Roberta Sparrow one of the manipulated dead. I think she may have, but well, because it, it got him going in the right direction. Absolutely, yeah. Because like they almost hit her with the car, yeah. like really early on in the film, and then he starts asking the, you know, what are the what are the odds of him talking to the to the teacher about time yeah. travel? And he and has a he book written by. And... Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. even like so... uh, it's her fault that they run the girl over, and I think that kind of helped him make his decision. Yeah, yeah. You know, like well. I'm going to die, but she'll live. Yeah. So that's something that I thought was interesting though. Like going back and watching it again is like the fact that, cause everybody's like, well, we thought we all thought she was dead, like, you know? Well, like I guess I feel like the best way for me to explain the what if thing I was talking about is imagine this film. Imagine like, okay, you got a cinder block wall. You're looking at it sideways like you would see some a projectile hitting it, right? Yeah. All right. The incident at the beginning of the film is that initial hit into that wall. And then you see the debris shoot out on the side. And in slow motion, the movie works backwards to build up to that point again. Right. Like that, like he died when it happened. And he got to see the after effects, and then it slingshots him back to where he's fucking dead from. Yeah. And he got to see how he would have went on, and like he he wasn't aware of it, but he got to see how he went on and affected how his reality was affected by that. Had he yeah. survived, right? Like a... being able to do the you don't know you're dead, but you're dead. Yeah. Yeah without someone spelling it out on a chalkboard. Yeah. And and because a lot of times the stuff where it's like kind of like with the movie Coherence, where you have these really like complex sci-fi elements at play 
but you don't see any of it really playing out. You're just seeing the characters piece it together. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they still don't really know what the fuck's happening. Yeah. Yeah, I looked at some of the interviews and some of the stuff from the director and you know when the when the engine falls, they're like the serial number matches the serial number it's all it's still on a plane. It's like well, yeah, we don't know yeah. how it got here, but Yeah. But the fact that it bled through, it was gonna destroy that world unless it was made right. Right. So there was like a higher power. That helped. And it, it's like, okay, yeah. well, what's that? <laughs> yeah. It's Frank. There's more dude. questions. Yeah. It's Frank. When the vortex and is I forming think, above the house at the end. Yeah. And, you know, you know, you see two, you see two types of, 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 of criticism of this movie. And it's that, that because of what we just, as we were talking, man, we're like, and trying to answer a question raises another question. People either enjoy that or they don't. And the people that don't see that as just a big mess of a film. And I mean, I disagree. I think it's just, just watch the fucking thing and just take what you're wanting out of it. Yeah. Cause like, cause when it comes to like, cause I mean, it's one of the few films that acknowledges time travel without breaking the movie with time travel. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I, it's fun to like dive in every so often and, and to go back into this world. Cause it is something that like every time I watch it, it just gets my, my fucking gears turning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, think about it, man. If something happened to me right now, if a jet engine fell in on my room right now, like, what is the positives that could come out of that? And also what is the negatives that could come out of that? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And nobody knows, nobody knows like how like one person not being there anymore is going to either make things better or make things worse depending on, depending on the circumstances, you know? Yeah. And it's like, ha- has there been a movie like that before or since like where it shows it play out like that to where it's like, this is this man's world. This is this man's life. This is what happens if he ends up surviving. And it's just bad for everybody, you know? Yeah. And then him realizing, like, I know what I need to do. Like, this is all going to collapse in on itself eventually. And I can make the decision to, like, walk away from it, or I can just take the D for the V, you know? Yeah. So. Like when you see him sitting on the car watching the plane fly over. Yeah. See the peace fall. Mm-hmm. Then it cuts to him on his bed laughing. Yeah. And it's like, huh? It's because he knows. And he's just giggling. Yeah. He was stupid, Benny suit. And I think that, like, that goes back into the dream thing because, like, I think in that moment, like, after his mom leaves and they have that that situation between one another about not taking his pills and all that kind of stuff. I feel like he fell asleep in that moment. And like all of that played out for, as a dream for everybody, but like he remembers everything, like every aspect of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because like 
there wasn't anything that took him back. You see the tangent universe collapsing in on itself, but yeah. like the it does we don't see everything being annihilated or sucked into that wormhole. So you have to assume that either that happens or everybody just starts waking up whenever whenever that happens, you know? Yeah. But Nah, man, it was a fucking... It, it's a great film, man. Yeah, when and you like, talk about it being like, you know, there's a lot going on. Some people are like, it's a mess. That's that's exactly what happened with the Southland Tales. Yeah. When he released that, there's a lot going on there. It's like, well... well yeah. It's like, well, I just have to just watch it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, like, the time that it was released, word of mouth, um, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal becoming who he became... I think that 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 helped the movie in a massive way. I think that if this movie was released today, it would probably be good, but would word of mouth be able to carry it like it did oh, 20 years I think, ago? I think the biggest problem this movie had was that it came out in a time period where anything involving planes fucking up or crashing or shit like that, that was getting the chopping block, man. And it wasn't yeah. getting a lot of spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I absolutely. Mean, uh, I think if it came out today, it'd probably bomb in the box office, but it would thrive on streaming. Oh yeah, for and it might not even make it to the box office. Uh, it'd be a Netflix movie, dude. Yeah. Not so that it came. That's a bad thing, but it's just. Yeah, that's just where it would wind up, you know. But but one would have to consider. Since if it came out now, it wouldn't have had the impact it had for the past twenty years on film. Because yeah, yeah. Y- you can't deny that the movies, like certain elements of this movie, have been replicated a little bit. Yeah, and you can. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say I've seen several people that are in filmmaking now that credit that to this movie. Yeah, it made them want to be a filmmaker. Yeah, absolutely. And you can even see it ripple through like, I mean, this is like a film about an alternate universe, a multiverse. I mean, the ripples from this and what, what they were able to do with it, you it's, it's gone all the way through to mainstream at well, this point, you know? Two films that stand out to me the most that feel like they're influenced by Donnie Darko is Primer and Coherence. Yeah. And while they're their absolute own stories, whatever, the way they go about slipping that sci-fi element in is very similar, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, Coherence was... I need to go back and watch that again, but I've, I haven't seen Primer. We need to do that on the pod sometime. Uh, it's a, it's a, It's a great time travel movie. Yeah. Indie is fuck. I mean, that's all right, you know? I'm down with the indie, you know? I don't care if it's The Last Crusade. I don't care if it's Crystal Skull. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm down with the indie. (laughs) But yeah, man. I mean, I remember the first time that Adam watched this because I watched it after we talked about it that night. I went back and watched it again so that we so that we could have an in more informed conversation. Yeah. 
because it had been a little while since I'd watched it. And we talked about it for like three days, three or four days straight about all the shit. Because it is, there's a lot of shit happening here, but the way that it all comes together, it's like a fucking puzzle, dude. Yeah. Puzzle piece, puzzle pie, you know? So. Yeah, I wish I had watched it earlier, but. Yeah. Just like Southland Tales, I thought it was going to be a. Yeah. A dud. I mean, Richard Kelly, like he, all his movies have kind of more or less like, they haven't really flopped, but they haven't been money makers. You know what I mean? He definitely makes like the movie he wants to make. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I really wish that he would get back into the seat. Well, that's a very commendable thing with directors. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like being very uncompromising in their vision and everything. And sometimes, sometimes hearing that criticism and making those changes works, but sometimes, you know, you have directors that are like, no, this is how I want it. This is how it's going to be. And it seems like Kelly got to have that when he made these. And, you know, there's, you know, there's, there's definitely a need for not necessarily the next Donnie Darko movie. But there's definitely a need out there for more films like this. Yeah. Yeah. Where, and it doesn't even have to be, like I said, Donnie Darko-esque. It just, just movies where the director is like, they, they lay it on the table yeah. and they go, make what you want of it. Yeah. They kind of go against the grain of like yeah. Hollywood. It's like, no, we're not changing it. But, but. Could one argue, though, that going against the grain is the most Hollywood thing one could do if you're trying to be a legitimate, like, you know, cut your teeth top director? I mean, that's what everybody wants to do is leave their mark, right? So, and how how better to leave your mark than, you know. Like put some weirdness and, out there. Yeah. And that's another thing too. Um, I think it was, it might've been on the Southland tales or the box episode, but anyway, we were talking about, you know, Richard Kelly is wanting to dive back into the Donnie Darko universe at some point, you know? Uh-huh. Um, I definitely feel like, first of all, how does Roberta Sparrow know about all this shit? Cause yeah. she was a nun. And then they said overnight. So did she experience the same thing? Well, her in the book were the MacGuffin, man. Well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. But at the same time, like, if you're going to expand on the world, then what more could you expand on other than that plot point? Well, if if they expanded on it anymore, man, it would start to mess with the atmosphere of the film, I would think. Yeah, I mean, it, I agree. It, it, would go, it would go from that vagueness that's keeping you, like, that's keeping you there. And it's, like, the movie definitely pays off by not having an insane and hardly any exposition. Yeah. So did y'all ever that, see the other one? Just that loose thread. Oh, sadly. Yes. I know no, he didn't direct know. it. So they, the characters, of course, are based on his characters, but I've never seen it. It's fucking awful. I just kind of figured Pass. it was. If, if, Cause he didn't. Yeah, man. It. Well, I mean, when it came out, I was excited for it at the time. I fell for the viral marketing. I thought it was cool. Like, 
Yeah. It was, I want to say it was one of the first movies I remember where like it had a heavy marketing presence on YouTube. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. Makes sense. It was around 2009. So that makes sense. Yeah. Um, when it came out, found a copy, popped it in, thinking, all right, man, let's keep it going and see, see, what, see what Frank's up to. Yeah. I just and read the synopsis. It's, it's very, eh. yeah. Yeah. It, it tries it tries to basically tell the same movie as Donnie Darko, but with his sister. Yeah, the little and sister. With, yes, I know she goes, was the voice it, of Lilo. It's, Lilo it's so Lilo. many. It, it takes no. place. I think it takes place like a few years after the events. And uh -huh. yeah, it says it her and her best her. friend are on a cross country trip, and they soon find themselves entangled in a dangerous glitch. In the time space continuum. I'm like, that sounds like an episode of Doctor Who, man. I mean, it would have still sucked either way, whether it had the Darko name on it yeah. or not. But it's I almost think... like they had a script and they were like, you know what this kind of sounds like? Donnie Darko. So why don't we connect it to that? Yeah. That's going with the grain. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It was definitely an unexpected like sequel milking. Yeah. That I didn't think a film like that would get. You know, I figured you'd get like a tried and true sequel. Yeah. Where it, it has some sort of relevance, some sort of shit matters, but it just it, it wasn't. It fell yeah. flat for me. Kelly has nothing to do with it other than the characters. Crazy how a studio can do that. Well, kind of yeah. the same way with uh, Troy, what's his name, that uh, does the boondock scenes. Oh, yeah. Well, well wait. Wait, never mind. Because he he was hands-on with the sequel. Never mind. I, yeah, he wrote and directed it, I'm pretty sure. Well, fucking let down. But anyway. Yeah. But I'm giving it a full star, man. Yeah, my goodness. This is... Always, this has been one of my favorite films since I watched it, and it still continues to be one of my favorites. Yeah, full star. Sure, I'll give it bunny ears. <laughs> I mean, you know, incredible, you know. But Moon Knight. Uh-huh. Mm. Whoa. Speaking of schizophrenia. Yeah. Yeah. How like sad though. Yeah. I didn't know that uh, it was coming to that. What a what a way to make you give a shit about someone who ain't real. Yeah. That yeah. really isn't real. Yeah. How I meta. love yeah, I loved how they like how th this is what this is what I was thinking. This is what I couldn't help but think. It's like Iron Man, you get his origin story. He was involved in a fucking bombing. He's yeah. got shrapnel. He builds a suit. He decides he wants to save the world. You got Captain America, who's gets injected with a super soldier serum. He gets frozen in a block of ice. He's a superhero. You know, you get fucking Black Panther, who yeah. is who became Black Panther by contesting birthright. You know, like you they have wanted, these... they wanted to be a hero, so they became a hero. Yeah, basically. But then you have 
Moon Knight, who like became a hero because he needed to become a hero, but no, he, what, he was, he's a hero who wasn't aware he was a hero. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like the circumstances of him becoming that person, like his origin story was on full display, and I like how they spent more time showing his his upbringing more than actually him becoming Moon Knight. Yeah. Because, like, like I said, well, man, it, it it did it did something better. It showed you why Conchu picked him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How fucking devastating was that shit? Where he was like, "You took the beatings for me." Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you know what I mean. Like, and, and he told him he's like, "You were supposed to be happy. You're the one that like you got along with your mother and all this yeah. kind of stuff." Like that. How fucking heartbreaking is that shit? Dude, as soon and as they went in that cave, I knew where this was going. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Well, Steven yeah. was his happy place. Yeah. And I get it, man. Like, you, you see that happen in, um, in households where you have abusive parents, where you have siblings. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's it's not something that's ever brought up or talked about between the siblings. It's just the reality of the situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and it's, or it, it could just be that the writing team was listening to Disturbed when they were writing the show and <laughs> just adapted down with the sickness. <laughs> and, yeah, sells itself. Yeah. But, nah, man, it was, uh, it was a fucking phenomenal episode. The The way that being on that ship... That was cool. In the the sea of fucking souls, dude. Yeah. Wow. You know when he was fighting them and they were just falling apart. Yeah. Fucking, it was like it was like a Dragon Force music video meets a Megadeth song. Yeah, exactly. Right. When he hit that first dude, I was like, "The boy's got sand." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I uh, mean, how, how how they're able to make us give a shit about a schizophrenic human being in the afterlife on a ship yeah. navigated by a hippo going across the dune yeah like you know technically a bad guy too i mean yeah, yeah. Like he's a you murderer, saw how many people like, he killed that yeah. was crazy yeah um who are all these people mark <laughs> i hope that he's not gone gone like him I, falling off like that, and then the scales set. It was well, like, oh, he's still whole still, again. Like, yeah, there's still shots from the show trailers of Mister Knot that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking we'll probably get him back. Which, I mean, he's still. It would be. Up. It would be interesting if. Okay, Mark's at the field of reeds right now. Yeah, and in order for it, like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you're here, you're whole, you're, you're yourself. Like you finally made it to the end. He's like, ah, I got shit to do. Send me back. And they're like, ah, well, if we send you back, like you're, you're going to be shattered again. You're going to have to figure out how to work together. And he's like, Oh, we'll work together. Yeah. Bet. And so when they put him back in the real world, he's going to split back into Steven and him. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna moon not the fuck up and fucking kick the serious ass, probably. Yeah, yeah. that was it because it's the moment where Steven stands up for himself. Yeah, that fixes everything. 
Yeah. Once he fights back, he, you know, yeah. accepts it. Yeah. Or he's like, would, well, if, I'm, cool? if he's me, I'm him. Yeah. Like and that, he starts kicking like ass. It's like, okay. Yeah. Like, ten, I mean, yeah. And I mean, you, you just made a, a great point, Adam. Like that, like Steven didn't die. He just watched the physical embodiment die. Like he's yeah. still Steven. He is Mark. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm me. Yeah. Well, and, the, and that raises that question. It's like, okay, he's got multiple personalities. All this shit's going on. What constitute a soul? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they, like, is a soul like part of your physical body? Is it your personality? Is it, what is it about you? And is Stephen, is Stephen his, has his own soul and Mark has, have his own soul? Or are they both part of the same soul? And well, if so, then well, they that's... didn't take shit, you know? We also got to think, too, like, theoretically, in the Marvel Universe, you have a soul. Because the Ancient One tends to knock it out of you. Yeah. I know it's astral projecting and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, that that's a, that's a yeah, I mean, soul. Yeah, a soul stone. Yeah. 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 They're souls. So, <laughs> I mean, he's got soul, but he ain't a soldier, man. Yeah. <laughs> now i just Brady see him walking to the camera yeah if they yeah. didn't run that as a music video for that song they fucked yeah. up i know right that should have been the music video for that song yeah uh, but here's what the fuck is timberlake doing but here's my thing i want to see what the almond suit looks like for him because once again and you you brought it up with the iron man uh debacle that you were talking about you know every it's it's still holding true every marvel heroes first villains always their their mirror opposite yeah and so i'm waiting for of course them to shatter the whole illusion that there's a psychiatrist and you know yeah we're gonna see him suit up in his black sun suit and you know we're gonna have the moon mount so yeah but what's gonna be what what's gonna be really interesting is how is Conchu gonna come back? Are they gonna break him out of the statue, or are the gods gonna realize that they fucked up because Amit? Because yeah, the whole thing with with Ethan Hawke's whole moment with the doctor's office and stuff, I think that that's in the here and now. He's won. He's pulled some God Emperor Doom shit where yeah. he's like, "Shit's the way I want it to be." Yeah, and in the weird heady way that they've introduced this episode moon Knight's gonna fight and correct that shit yeah and maybe the last power play that the gods are like man we really need somebody that can rewind some shit and conchu's like i can do more than rewind stars motherfuckers if you just let me out i can rewind it who needs the time stone when you've got this dope ass staff you know yeah fucking dope ass staff for sure dude but yeah man it was such a great fucking episode and every every episode's been good here's what i'm excited about more than anything like the last episode right is coming out tomorrow i'm more excited of it coming out watching it and then rewatching all of it in one swoop yeah you know see what you missed yeah i mean yeah exactly Cause I know I missed some stuff. There's a lot going There's no... on, especially in that though. The one before well, the last one we watched. 
Yeah, that one had I a lot. I did see. I saw the article that 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 went around today where they have uh, since changed the marketing of series finale for the show to season finale, mm-hmm. and it's sparking rumors oh, yeah. that it's not a one and done. Ain't no so. way. No, dude. Not after this reaction. It seemed be... to be the it's the Polish most action cook. oriented that I've yeah. seen since Loki. Oh yeah, dude, the yeah. fighting, the guns. I was like, some of those when he was fighting and they were shooting at him and all that stuff. I was like, this is like fucking. Well, I mean, in terms of also, yeah, that, Disney, that, like that that is what just like just the constant change in scenery. Oh, like yeah. they, those, the, like don't get me wrong, those first couple episodes yo-yoed between the museum, his apartment, and the streets. But then once once the life issue got settled and, and and put in motion, they're just all over the place. Like they're they're in they're in Egypt and they're yeah. you know big set pieces though for yeah, sure. Yeah. Understand like you know they like Disney dropped some dollars on this. Yeah, Disney dollars, dude. I can't uh, wait I, to see the next I, I, I feel like this show was also a prototype with how. They're going to be able to combine the non-family-friendly Marvel with the established family-friendly Marvel because this show has explored some really yeah, uh, it's TV fourteen. It, it, it's explored mature topics that not 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 every demographics cut out for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not in terms of that it's like vulgar, I guess, but more in like the concept of like someone like a, a small child is not going to get invested about a schizophrenic character. No. Now, granted, you know, they make Stephen be the comic relief and be silly and hear that and the other. But for the most part, you're dealing with cults. You've got schizophrenic people. You've got the main character being a mercenary who ha- who gets confronted with his own body count like just a lot of stuff that i'm very surprised disney is is green lighting yeah gives me hope man oh i mean i i hope i mean it would be nice for disney to just throw the money make the money and stay the fuck out of the way yeah yeah exactly fuck off no i'm just playing (laughs) i mean i mean step in and do hey we're disney guys like yeah. Don't decapitate them. Yeah, I was thinking that. Don't cut nobody's head off on camera, but please. Like, but, but like you know, hey, but you if can the suggest hero wields, if the hero wields a gun, yeah. let the motherfucker shoot Ozzy. You know, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Well, this gives you hope for like Deadpool, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Like they're Ghost Rider. They've Punisher. even done a rework here where they've reworked some of the shows, you know, like uh some of those Netflix series that they've put up, they've put them under a different category. Like Well, I mean yeah. it would be it with Deadpool, it would be fucking hilarious if they let the on running joke for a while be because like obviously what we're gonna get when we first have Deadpool in the Disney versus it's gonna be him trying to kill people and Either they're going to just keep using Colossus or they're going to have whoever he shows up with in the crossover. Just imagine them trying to stop the bad guy, but the main hero trying to keep Deadpool from killing him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's so much funny shit you could have out of that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And have, like, you know, have him, you know, riffing on Disney. 
Oh, he's yeah. definitely and gonna then, make fun of Disney. And then finally, when his movie drops, you know, you have something where he's just like, "God, fucking damn it!" And he and he he kind of flinches like he's waiting for the censors. He's like, yeah. "Wait, what? Yeah, stay the fuck out of my movie!" And then keep going, you know, yeah. like just some funny play stuff with that man. Funny play. But yeah, I'm I'm excited, man. I'm excited for what they do in the future and. I mean, it's crazy that they didn't have, or it's crazy that the last episode is coming out the Wednesday before one of the yeah. most anticipated Marvel movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's crazy. Bleeds right crazy. into it. Yeah. So I wonder if they'll have any, th- I mean, how nutty would that be? Yeah. Well, like, cons- considering how, like, how on point and how tightly knit Marvel stuff is now, it would be interesting if, you know, we still get resolution to Moon Knight's plot, but we just have that moment where he's going to start off on the next adventure oh, yeah. and be like, all right, I'm going to have to go here. And the minute he does, some Tommy Wami shit happens and like, you're like, oh, fuck, the strange shit's That's bleeding That's the lead in right at the ass end. Yeah. Maybe like a, maybe yeah. a, maybe a credit clip. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Right. Or I, I would love it if they tied Moon Knight in with uh, Eternals, yeah. where you know Mark Mark's doing you know some. You I, know, I think him Stephen and Grant Knight shit. are gonna be uh, together at some point, right? I mean, well, yeah, we'll have like a moment where you know he's doing shit, and then someone comes up to him and says, you know, I know your your focus is ancient e- Egypt or whatever, and then he drops down some shit, and we're like, oh, that's some eternal shit, and it's like, what do you know about celestials? And it cuts off, you know? Yeah. You know nothing, Jon Snow. I wonder if, um, I think this would be something that would be interesting, but like, you know, Mark and Stephen can see Conchu, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and Conchu's a god, and Thor's technically a god. Mm-hmm. What if Thor can see him? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's this weird god code. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck is this all about? You know, it's like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so would Thor have an avatar after he died? Could he if he wanted to? I don't know. Odin died and he didn't have an avatar. He came back, we though. Know of. Didn't he, like, know. speak to him somehow? You got to yeah. remember, you got to remember, they're tied to Valhalla. That's where they go. Oh, they yeah. Yeah. They go they're bound, the they're bound to a rep. Well, dude, did you guys notice the uh, the Black Panther reference in Moon Knight? When uh, Tauret's uh, talking to them about all these different realms? Yeah. And she goes, you should go to the Ancestral Realm. It's amazing. That That's the fucking realm where Chala goes to fucking drink the shit and trip out and talk to his dad. Yeah. And that tree with all the fucking different Panthers looming on it. Like, that's what that plane yeah. is. That's what she was referencing. That Lion King sequence? Yeah. Yeah. All that that touches the light belongs to us. <laughs> well, she, well, she, you know, she was talking about how beautiful it was and everything, and like it's cool that it's cool to see other characters that are that are so in the know about how the universe works in this franchise that, like, you know, you have moments where like stuff that's a big deal to us if we see it, yeah. they're just like, oh yeah, that's cool. I fucking went there on vacation last year. Yeah, yeah. I like that dead celestial man. When they're all, it's like, does anybody not see this? 
There's a fucking yeah, I'm, 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 head I'm waiting on that ground. to get addressed. Yeah, man. That's why I'm like, wondering if we'll get something eventually. Well, yeah. remember and at the, the end thing. when he shows up and he's like, oh, fucking be back. You know, and it's yeah. like, God, the whole world saw that. <laughs> yeah, the whole the world. Fuck? Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you know it would have been interesting if that was something as well where you know maybe we maybe it could have got it could get addressed in a doctor strange film like nobody remembers it because strange perfected the memory spell that he fucked up spider-man and just fucking men in black you know neuralized everybody to it like they don't need to be going through that kind of shock like <laughs> let, the no. heroes, let the heroes have the trauma let the fucking normal yeah, folk. that's not for us yeah, yeah. yeah. you know ready well, for that mate I mean, these motherfuckers just came back from a five-year fucking hiatus of not existing. And then a fucking something that's heads larger than our planet is going to show up. There's already a level of trauma that half of the life on Earth is is going through. Which, WandaVision still has the best fucking shot of, like, the the reverse snap. Yeah. Because it just shows oh, you yeah, how so fucked cool. up everything was, man. Like, everybody's warping back into the fucking office, uh, yeah. the hospitals and shit. Like, it would be it would be chaos if that happened. And I, I like that they sh- that they showed us that, that, you know, they're like, we're not lost on it. That's rid- it's a ridiculous thing. Yeah, because it was ridiculous. Here's the yeah. shot to show you. Right. Well, y'all want to hit on some movie news real quick? Hell yeah. I got I got a couple of titty bits here. So John Woo will direct English language remake of his own action flick, The Killer. So it says further details regarding the remake are scarce, but with John Woo at the helm, we can safely assume that hit this version of The Killer would adhere quite closely to the 1989 original. Written and directed by John Woo, the original The Killer starred Chow Yun Fat, Danny Lee, and Sally Yeh and follows Chow as an assassin named Ajong. Uh, after accidentally damaging the eyes of a singer, Jenny, during a shootout, Ajong decides to take on one last highly dangerous job in order to pay for surgery that will save the singer's sight. It's one of John Woo's best-known movies, particularly where Western audiences are concerned with the critically acclaimed action outing demonstrating many of Woo's uh, patented visual moves showing off his creative flair the killer is full of chaotic kinetic violent action sequences stylized choreography so-called mexican standoffs and slow motion so expect a lot of these to make the transition from the original to the remake the killer has had a huge influence on action movies ever since even influencing the lights of tarantino and rodriguez i mean dude I watch. I, I I like Charlie Young Fat as a as an actor. I I like some of the older movies he was. Yeah, I, I mean, think I think Bulletproof Monk was his downfall. But I mean, you know, you know, you gotta have. You can, well, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. most all all martial arts stars they they have these really incredible filmographies where you have these movies yeah. with ridiculous stunts. Uh, fantastic choreography like it's just very like brutal fights to over the top stunts 
and it just keeps going and going and going and going. And then it's like, let's do comedy. How about yeah. comedy? Let's make people laugh. And it's like, uh, but you're good at jumping off a fucking skyscraper onto a helicopter and fucking making that shit look easy, dude. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. And it's interesting that they're going to have, you know, John Woo, which I mean, to be fair, he probably like, I mean, he wrote and directed it. He probably has shut down so many uh, English or, you know, Western remakes of this film. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'll be, it'll be cool to see what he wants to do to improve on a movie he's already had a final say on. Cause I feel like yeah. that's, that's waters directors normally don't try to go and tread. Yeah. Well, and it's been what, 30 years. I mean, I mean, if anything, it's, it's going to be better. I mean, and I'm not saying because it's English language, but just because the, just the resources at the his, quality, at, at yeah. The, yeah. At his disposal now, like he's going to be able to really make, uh, you know, and yeah, with his, with his name so. behind it, with his name behind it, I mean, Wu's not only done a ton of films, he's executive produced them. I mean, he's he's popular in a lot of video game stories that's put together. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's all over the place. And so it'll be cool to see uh to see how this pans out for him. Well, they kind of yeah. brought him over in the nineties and he did like Broken Arrow, Face Off. You know, he yeah. made a bunch of big budget. He can handle some money, Mission Impossible. Yeah bunch of damn 90s movies like yeah. you know i've never seen that movie though i'll check it out yeah i've never seen it either we should uh, we should pot it man i'm gonna say should we uh let's hold off till it drops yeah well when the other one comes out we could do another uh we dust off the old was it worth it yeah i mean i'm dt dub you know what i'm saying both he stayed busy over the years not as busy as he used to be but yeah, he did a movie in 2017, and he's filming something right now called Silent Night. Well, he's comfy busy, you yeah. know. Like when you get you get past the thirsty part of your career, and you're like, I do what I want now. Yeah, yeah. Now, fuck you, money. Yeah, it's nice money to have. Yeah. You know? Uh, next up here, Wonder Twins movie has reportedly been canceled ahead of production, but they just casted so- it. I know, right? Yeah. So HBO Max may not be moving forward with the Wonder Twins after all. Back in February, it was reported that Adam, I'm not even going to try, had been tapped by Warner Brothers to direct a live-action movie for HBO Max based on the Wonder Twins. Temple Hills, Marty Bowen, and Wick Godfrey were also signed on to produce, and it was announced just last month that AJ, that KJ Appa and... Isabel May would be starring as the superhero siblings. According to the hashtag show, or that hashtag show, a new update on the project brings some bad news for those involved. Cast and crew were reportedly informed that the Wonder Twins has been shelved with no clear reason given for why it's suddenly been canceled. The apparent plan was for shooting to begin in Atlanta on July the 5th, and the cancellation news comes as the filmmakers we're still in the process of fleshing out the rest of the cast. The recent Warner Brothers Discovery merger is cited as a possible reason for the cancellation, but nothing has been confirmed. I mean, do we need Wonder Twins? I mean, not really. 
I, I think they did a good thing here by. Yeah. I mean, they were getting it together, and it was just like, this is not going to be good. So let's yeah. just pull the plug on this. Yeah. Smart. I mean, there's so many there's so many DC properties that they haven't even considered touching. The last thing that I want to see as a fan of the DC universe is the Wonder Twins. Yeah, I think the internet I, said the same thing. As a fan of the DC universe, I kind of wish cinematically they just go away for a little while. Uh, get their shit together. Get their get their marbles in the right bags and stuff, and then just try this again. Pick up with the stories and continuity that that's established, but move forward in a more efficient manner and a more coherent manner. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And, I, I don't I don't know how much more of this subpar bullshit I can handle. Yeah. And I and I get that, man. And the thing is, is like, okay, so if they really wanted to, we've got um, Aquaman two coming out. We've got Black Adam, and we've got Flashpoint coming out, right? Mm-hmm. We'll push the date on Flashpoint out because I mean, Flashpoint in the in the comics reset everything, and it caused all the different DC universes to like merge together and everything just call that the stopping point for feature films at least you know and yeah i mean like, and that would be that would be the most like comic book reference thing ever you have a world that's just completely all this crazy shit's gone on we have we, we have a, a known timeline where the big bad has shown up and is using the world's best hero against the world. Yeah. Uh, doom and gloom, all this stuff. What better way than to pull from Crisis on Infinite Earths, combine it with the Flashpoint, and like you said, have it to where Barry just has, he has to exert so much energy to fix this shit that he dies in the process. Yeah, because that character's got to go. At least that actor. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And have it to where, you know, the movie ends with uh, Barry Allen's death at the sacrifice of the multiverse to save everyone. And as the movie concludes, you just, you have that moment where people are just like, man, he prevented so, you know, like give him an Iron Man death. Yeah. Give him a funeral. Have Superman there. Like, and be like, Damn it, he was he really he was one of the best, you know. Reference the Snyder Cut shit. Yeah. And then just have it to where it's like, you know, will the world be ready if something crazy happens again? And just have fucking uh Ben Affleck step out from the side and it's like, you bet your ass will be ready. Yeah. The damn but not out fucking cut to black cliffhanger that can be a stopping point and everybody just be like, all right, let's figure out how like <laughs> Let's fix this shit. Yeah. No, I, I agree, man. And it would it would really be nice if they would do something about about it. But I mean, I don't think it's gonna happen. Oh, of course not, man. I mean, they're they're wanting money. They're wanting money in a big way. And like, it's so fucked. They have all the all the properties together. 
They have everything that they need to be successful. Yeah, they they they, they don't even have any of the right the rights of uh any of the property rights issues that Marvel's had yeah. to go through. And look how and well Marvel's they're doing. Still been able, like it, it's not a matter of what was better or worse, but it's just the fact their means of, of production is a hell of a lot more efficient yeah. than Sony's. Yeah. Or not Sony, oh, yeah. but Warner Brothers. Yeah, so we'll see we'll see what happens with that. But on the heels of that news, Amber Heard rumored to have heavily reduced screen time in Aquaman 2. Wonder why. Uh fortunately for Heard, there are millions of people that aren't on her side. A popular petition to have her fired from Aquaman 2 has soared past 2.7 million signatures. And at the rate it's going, it won't be long before it hits the 3 million mark, which I think it's surpassed by now. Uh, that's a lot of people that are clearly unhappy about Hurd's continued involvement in the film, and that may end up having a significant impact on ticket sales. While the studio's already wrapped filming, perhaps the uh, compromise was to almost remove Hurd from the film. So uh, film- for, po- for posterity, uh, since we're... This is not only live, but it's been, you know, recorded and documented. Uh, I don't know the full details on the Amber Heard shit. So do either of you guys have well, any way of doing it? They ain't looking good rundown? for her in court right now. I no. mean, her case just fell apart, dude. It, like everything that it's a defamation case now that they're doing here. You know, they had the case. Uh, was it in England? I don't know where they had it. But there was one overseas somewhere. Where she first went in on him. I don't know where, but yeah. But now he's, you know, uh, he's taking her to court for defamation. Dude, he lost, Depp, right? he lost $22 million off that Pirates movie because of stuff yeah. that she said, which has turned out not to be true. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's crazy. If you like, it's just, it's, it's insane how much media attention. Her case with him has gotten. Yeah. Like, it's almost OJ level. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the clips, uh, what, what like, was, on YouTube. What was, what was the what was the movie uh, where uh, all throughout it, it keeps cutting to a court case on TV, and it's Ben Stiller? Yeah. It's almost like we're living through cable guy and that's the that's the case that's popping up on the screen like all the time and shit yeah yeah the clips have been great dude there was one they had one witness that was a lot of people are, are like calling in with video yeah to give their part this was a driver dude he's driving while answering questions and vaping and even the wow. judge is like that's a first for me i have never <laughs> and then johnny depp's just laughing it's been a fucking, I mean, that's the thing, it's though. Good. I don't think she realized, well, he comes up there, you know, and like, you watch any interview with Johnny Depp, you like him. Yeah. You're like, I like this guy. And now, you know, one of the things in the defamation case was like, you know, when you're an actor like that, you need a certain level of privacy. Yeah. You gotta be this mystique about you. You know, they try to keep it that way. Oh, that's all. All that went out now. the window and, and, and until, you know, when it's her fault. Yeah, that was even something they included in their case. Like, you know, his 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 life's an open book right now, and he managed to keep it closed his yeah. whole career. Yeah, 
I mean, but dude, now... she was doing shit like when they first got together, whenever he would come in. Oh, dude, he said she would come over, t- pull his boots off, give him a massage, hand him a glass of wine. She was laying it on thick. Yeah. And he's like, and then we got married, and it just Went away. changed. Yeah. I got played. Yeah. I mean, shit. Players going to play, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you don't hate the players. Hate the game. Uh, but so, she's been cut so down much, to less than 10 minutes in that movie. Is and so, yeah. I mean, can we say this is arguably going to be what tanks her career? Or, I mean, I'm, is it one of those things where she's probably going to get some negative... Uh, she's getting a lot of negative press. Like some negative lot. press for a while. She's going to go away, and then she's going to come back with that role that makes you forget about it. Dude, there is no one on her side. No. That's how bad it is. No one. The people that are gathering outside the courtroom are screaming at her when she comes out. Dude, she took a shit on the side of his bed and blamed it yep. on the dogs. And he was like, I don't, I'm the only human feces. You know, he's over here like, that's not dog shit. That's a human turd. He called it a grumpy. What? But um, oh, man. they played all the clips. Damn, dude, she cut his, damn near severed the tip of his finger. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, she was crazy. Those, I, and I listened to some of those clips where they're arguing and stuff, yeah. and he's just like, "She's like, you're always fucking running away and running away." And he's like, "I'm just trying to like get a fucking away yeah, from I the situation for a minute." Yeah, I don't want to argue or fight. I'm just trying to get away from the fucking situation. She wanted it though. And, yeah, she liked it. You could tell, like, just fuck. Yeah. She's going to be in some trouble, man, because she's only worth like $8 million, And he's probably going to be owed. Now, if I guess if she, if he wins, he may let her off and like, all right, we're done. Yeah. Now I got my career back. Yeah. But if she owes any money, she'd, she'd be working the rest of her life to pay for it. Like, Yeah. So... But yeah, she's been cut down to less than 10 minutes of screen time for Aquaman 2, which is going to be coming out in 2023 now. They they delayed it, of course, because of the pandemic and everything. So, I mean, they're not cutting her out completely. I'm yeah. sure that she has some part that she has to fulfill, but yeah. they're, they're shoehorning. They're like, she can't just go missing. It's like, yes, she can. The bitch can drown. Yeah. yeah. Well... Outside of the water. water. <laughs> yeah. Like if she comes out, yeah. she'll die, right? Too Let's long? Just let dark, or can they just do let that? Dark, just let dark they, side they, show up looking okay. for the mother boxes again and just straight up just like Omega beams her ass. See, the, and you know, like we, we saw this happen before where like they'll cast somebody mid-franchise, you know? Mm-hmm. We saw the same thing happen in Batman, the Nolan Batman flicks. Yeah, Iron Man. Which is I like, mean, whoa, you replaced a main character. Like, yeah, right. So, that dude wanted more money. They were like, get the fuck out of here, man. And then my mouth, man. Done. Also, uh, blow out the dough, bud. Yeah. But, um, but if they end up revisiting the Snyderverse, which may or may not, you know, they're, they're well, so they can't. Well, here's the thing if they continue on with Jason Momoa, that's the Snyderverse. There's the, the you can't you cannot pull some ass like you can't have an ass pull of like oh he's an Aquaman in another dimension. We're just not going to acknowledge all that shit. They have 
to. They have to, or there's yeah, going to be a major continuity there. error. Oh, of course. I mean, yeah, yeah. Earth, they can write that out. But I mean, a lot like the more, oh, I, yeah, you know, the dude. more you think about it, this is the, the Aquaman. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. The Aquaman's a continuation of that. So it the is. Snyderverse isn't dead as long as this particular franchise is going. Yeah, because at the end of the Snyder cut of Justice League, when it shows the nightmare sequence again, she's one of the survivors. She was. Yeah, so something's going to have to change to where maybe Arthur Curry doesn't die. I mean, they could just get rid of that bitch. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... Or I mean, or that could be the that could be if they ever if they ever came back with some shit like that, they could have it where you know pick the movie up in the middle of just like at the, like just pick right up where super where it let land, where Superman landed, yeah. Have them start fighting the motherfucker, and he's he he grabs her first, snaps her fucking neck, burns her fucking skull off, you know just. Those are off like a rag doll, and they're like, "Uh, we gotta get the fuck out of here." Rag doll living in a movie. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> um. Next up here, so John Watts was uh chosen as director for Fantastic Four. He is no longer the director for Fantastic Four. So it says the arrival of the Fantastic Four in the MCU is one of the most anticipated future projects currently on Marvel Studios radar. While it has been hinted that the third big screen iteration of the superhero team could be arriving as early as the end of 2023, the film has now had a setback with the departure of John Watts as director. Having had a hugely successful Marvel run with uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, there were many people happy to have Watts in charge of the reinvention of the Fantastic Four, but it seems that was not meant to be. As the first Fantastic Four movie under the Disney banner, Watts was expected to dive straight into the movie, but it seems that having worked on all three MCU Spider-Man movies, he wants to take a break take a break from directing for a while. Although it is not unheard of for the directors to leave production for on-set arguments and creative dif- differences, this is one of the rare times that there really is nothing sensational behind the decision. So this is what he had to say about it. This is what Watts said. Making three Spider-Man films was an incredible and life-changing experience for me. I'm eternally grateful uh, to have been part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe for seven years. I'm hopeful we'll work together again, and I can't wait to see the amazing vision for Fantastic Four brought to life. And this is what Feige had to say about it. Collaborating with John on the Spider-Man films has been a true pleasure. We were looking forward to continuing our work with him to bring the Fantastic Four into the MCU, but understand and uh but understand and are supportive of his reasons for stepping away we are optimistic that we will have uh the opportunity to work together again at some point down the road so i mean it's understandable i get you it. know he's a little burnt out i mean that's that's seven years of the man's career yeah. that's been devoted to marvel yeah. and, and seven years is a long time for a director yeah well and not only that though but think about it man spider-man like Spider-Man No Way Home, they had no idea that that was going to work out as well. I mean, I'm sure that they had thoughts that like, yeah. hey, people are going to, but what if off on the COVID, off chance, man. yeah, yeah, Just but everything. on the off, on the off chance that it didn't work out that way, it would have fucking destroyed this dude. I you mean, know what I mean? With soul meets body, dude. Yeah, exactly. I know he right. directed that music video, right? 
Makes sense. Pretty good. Yeah. So I get it. Could you imagine, like, first of all, you've got Tom Holland, notorious for spooling shit. Mm -hmm. Like, you're having to work all these deals out with Sony, which he's not, I'm sure he's not involved in, but I'm sure that he put himself in that because, like... He was was probably... uh there's probably countless days where he was having to sit around and wait on a fucking phone call to ensure whether he even still had a job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I I understand, man, like he wanted to take time off. Seven years is a long time. The stress that comes like Spider-Man, Spider-Man is one of the most recognizable and beloved superheroes on the planet, like behind Batman and Superman. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. So the stress that comes with that, you like know, you got to deliver. Yeah. You and saw then, what people will do if the Spider-Man movie ain't the best. Oh the yeah. Right. Like it got it shut down. Yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, it's completely understandable. And look, I was looking forward to see John Watts do fantastic four, because yeah. I think that his filmmaking style and the personality that he injects into the films himself would have carried that a, a long way, but I mean it's Marvel. They yeah. could legitimately put a fucking a fucking a frog, yeah, yeah, so, in that fucking director seat, and it's gonna be yeah. good, you know. Well, also you got to think as well, and and and, and 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 John and Watts and Foggy have both said it too. You know, he did all three of those Spider-Man movies, yeah. Uh, he nailed, you know, for good or bad, he nailed the parts that were that needed to be nailed in those three movies to make them work. Yeah. That being said, may not necessarily need his style for Fantastic Four. No, no, definitely not. And, you know, coming off of having to keep purely a Spider-Man aesthetic in his mindset, you know, this, I mean, this this could be a better opportunity than a, this could be better news than bad news, because now someone with a fresh perspective is going to be able to come in, yeah, craft the Fantastic Four to have the look and feel that um, it deserves, it, yeah, and not Spider-Man, like, because like... one one frame of a Guardians movie and you're like, fucking James Gunn, yeah, yeah, you know, as far like, and you could. Put a you could put a damn slideshow together to be like, yep, Russo brothers, yeah. And so you know, I don't know. Maybe I think it's a I think it's a good thing that he stepped down. It sucks that a good director is not in the seat for for Fantastic Four because you know God knows when the franchise needs that. Yeah, but you know this is probably going to open up a better opportunity for. Maybe uh maybe another uh somebody else another no name to with, yeah yeah and make a big splash for it so because whoever does get the director's seat for Fantastic Four the the heat's on for those guys yeah like oh, yeah. It, like because it, it's gonna well, be these are John has already proved himself yeah so and the I heat's mean, gonna be fa- on for some no name like well in the Fantastic Four. Whether or not they're the first people you think of anymore when you think of Marvel, they are, you know, for a long time, they were the crown jewel of the company. Mm-hmm. And so this movie's that movie in particular is going to have 
even more scrutiny and be even more under yeah. the microscope, especially after the previous attempt to create the franchise. Well, you're going to have yeah. those people that have already made their mind up. They know right now that when that movie comes out, they don't, they're not going to like it. Yeah. Just because. Oh, yeah. And I mean, there's just a lot riding on it because the person who's doing this is going to be in charge of introducing, obviously, the Fantastic Four. They're probably going to be in charge of introducing uh, uh, Dr. Doom, which will arguably be one of the next biggest, like, the big, you know, crossover villain that everybody's got to deal with. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's it, it's definitely got its own pressure, and I can understand uh, somebody like Watts going from just from his from his angle being like, all right, I'm going to handle the poster boy from Marvel to the OG, like the OG team of Marvel. Yeah, because they're because because uh, the Fantastic Four was the first team, I, I believe, before all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. It's definitely going to be something very interesting to watch play out, but I they've got this, you know? Oh, yeah. All the faith. All the faith. Because if I'm not mistaken, with the exception of the X-Men, uh, the Fantastic Four are the last of the, what I would call the, the A-list heroes that Marvel has to introduce. Yeah. I mean, there's way more in the catalog, of course, and, and I'm not you know shitting on those characters but as far as you know if you wanted a brief idea of the heroes of marvel they're on there and i, and I want to say we've gotten just about everybody else now yeah it does show you I, I feel like people there's either a curse behind fantastic four or people are just scared to adapt it for whatever unknown reason because it, it, it's kind of crazy if you think about it that moon knight and guardians and hell even like characters like uh um god damn it, it was the tip of my tongue here but yeah these obscure characters that uh have already gotten screen time before them because you yeah. can't really count those you, you can't really count those older movies man they were what they were but they're so just they're they're there yeah now, now, granted, they weren't Green Lantern awful in in DC's ballpark, but they still they still weren't the best films ever. I mean, I remember the I remember the marketing for them was through the roof. Every fucking restaurant that had a kid meal fucking sold something. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see how it shakes out, man. But uh, last up here. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 becomes the highest domestic grossing video game movie. So Sonic 2 topped 147 million at the start of this week and is still pulling in a couple of million a day. It will have passed the 149 million its predecessor ended on. There's no telling how much more the original Sonic the Hedgehog would have taken on top of that if it hadn't been for the pandemic. Uh, but Sonic 2 has already potentially been slightly hindered by the the tail end of the pandemic as a counterbalance. Either way, Sonic 2 may now hold the domestic record, but it isn't likely to take over the worldwide box office title from Warqu- Warcraft 
which sits at $439 million. But that's still impressive that a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's incredible that, you know, when you think about the OG platformer, most people tend to think of Mario. And we got that, you know, we got the movie in the 90s. It was what it was. But to see Sonic go through its dark period, because, you know, after the Genesis era, sure, there there were still games being made and still are to this day, but the, the noise for Sonic got real quiet. Yeah. And... It's it's crazy that that it's that it's that they pulled it off. Yeah. So, I mean, that's awesome that, you know, it's awesome that we've been able to figure out certain formulas to make the video game movie work. Yeah, right. Now, I now, now granted, the Sonic approach isn't going to work for other stuff. But it could for, you know, the more lighthearted, family-friendly characters like, out there, uh, like Chip and Dale's, yeah, yeah. The way they kind of do that, you know, with the same kind of style, like it's just in this uh, world. I mean, I mean, now granted, it's another, it's, it's a lesser-known character or or more more obscure, not diminishing his fandom and his importance, but like I could see the Sonic formula working for Kirby. Oh yeah, yeah. I or, think that you know, Mario movie is going to be good because you know they'll inject it with this. Oh, for, oh, sure. for sure. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, and, and Mario, man, despite the Chris Pratt drama and shit, well, people I think just Mario, like when, him. when that That's movie it drops, it's going to be fucking huge. Every movie he's in gets flack because of him. But I do yeah. think, I do think that taking the CGI almost. DreamWorks slash Pixar approach was the absolute right move yeah. for video game movies. Yeah. And, and maybe this is proving that maybe it's not that a movie based on a video game doesn't work. It's just that we just didn't have the, the proper, you know, technology to make these movies happen. Yeah. Yeah. The right look. Because movies like this, th- these are movies where the overuse of CGI, I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Because these are like, because re- like half of half of these movies is the 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 spectacle of just how crazy the world is. Yeah, and it looks like they 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 amped that up for this one. It looks like they've got, there's way more exotic locations than just Earth from the first one. Like, yeah, like if Sonic if Sonic one is like just let's just see if we can make Sonic work. And they were like, oh, it did? All right, fucking bring everyone in. Yeah. Uh I'm 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 hoping to watch this eventually. Uh Sonic 2 and Sonic Knuckles were absolutely a staple of my childhood. So this'll yeah, sure. if, if I'm gonna get fucking cashed in on the nostalgia uh realm, it's definitely gonna be for this. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully that opens the door up for more uh, video game adaptations, and that's that's what I'm looking forward to. I mean, that's the next really Which, unexplored, uh, you know, adaptation. So, but speaking of uh, video game uh, movies and everything, uh, something I noticed, man, uh, 
that Resident Evil movie came and went like a, like the guy who wasn't invited at the party but showed up anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have it, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, and I'm wondering if it's I'm wondering if it's one of those things where because uh, my wife made the comment and it's one that you that the three of us have all made before and it's that you know one of the things that probably fucked the movie up was that you know people are burnt out on zombies people are sick of the walking dead yes yeah and even the most ardent of fan that's hanging in there right now i know deep down that there's part of them that's like i'm ready just ready for this goddamn story to be over yeah like they're locked in like you know people are just like i'm ready to get it over with so i can Move on with my life. Yeah. Yeah, I don't bail on many shows, man. A lot of, you know, especially shows I like, I usually, you know, you tough it and out. It's, and it's incredible I that The Walking it. Dead became that. Yeah. It's really incredible because you would have thought that this show, first off, wouldn't have lasted this long. No, dude, they got greedy. They but got greedy. You would have... Because, I mean, dude, you can't argue that there is quality in there somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, start, it started out as, as, as slick and awesome as that fucking car that Glenn's hauling ass out of Atlanta. In. Yeah, dude. And now we're in, like, this part where we're in the shitty Winnebago. The windows are blown the fuck out. The tires may not all well, be like the right shows size. Shows just need to know, like man, like Breaking Bad. What if it just went forever? Eventually, you'd have been like, "All right, this isn't that good anymore." Yeah, like oh, we're still going, you know. Dexter, it had um, the end. I don't when remember. It ended, you know, like I, I can't remember if we were doing the pod yet or not. But I remember one night we were all talking about The Walking Dead, and we were talking. It was it was when they released the news that they had walking dead stories lined up for the next 10 14 years something like that they worked some deal out with uh amc or something mm-hmm. yeah um i can't believe that that still happened and we're moving on to how many years now that walking dead's been in the in the mainstream since like 2010 2009 so easily a decade yeah um first off when you're this far in how do you end it well you know they got two spinoffs because here's my thing i this is coming from somebody i i got i'm I'm like 40 to 30 issues from completing the, the the comic book run and i put it on halt because in my mind it's like man they'll always be walking dead to read but with the show, it's like, man, like, so I don't know the ending to the comics, and I've, I've tried to keep it that way. But, man, they need to wrap this show the fuck up. Man. Yeah, it's in its final season. Yeah, and I mean, I remember, I remember Griffin. I mean, your 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 statement still is as true as ever about the writing for The Walking Dead. It's just like an abusive husband. Yeah, fucks Batter, everything up. Fucking housewife. <laughs> fucking says man i'm gonna be different i'm gonna change i'm gonna be better and for a little bit it's a little better but then the same habits start happening 11 seasons 177 episodes yeah it's a lot that's a lot dude dude. 
and and I was on board with everybody when this show took off. Oh yeah. Uh, so much so I have seasons one and two on Blu-ray. Yeah, Those got, are yeah. amazing. Well, dude, we the used shame. to watch The Walking Dead and then get together and talk about it before we ever did this. Yeah. The the uh, the shame. Everything up to the prison was almost a panel for panel. Uh, perfect adaptation with you know obviously with the uh, omission of the added characters and slightly altered plot lines but they they adapted the shane arc almost 100 percent, which was yeah. issues one through ten i think and i don't know i think frank there about leaving the show was uh like that that's where the quality dropped yeah for sure yeah. or at least the vision was just it, when the vision went from being the showrunner to the showrunner and the writers and executive, like there, there was too many cooks in the kitchen from that point on yeah. But yeah, I'm ready for trailers, man. I'm ready for this, actually. Yeah, right. This uh I've uh I've loosely followed this uh production, man. Like and I'm interested to see how Radcliffe pulls off weird fucking owl. We'll know we'll know after about a minute and ten seconds. It's crazy that he took that role. It is. It it is. And he but... is picky. I've heard him talking in interviews, like they send stuff in. I think first like his mom or someone will look at it and see if he would like, you know, because he gets a lot. Yeah. And then you know, they might be like, This might be something you want to fuck with. Yeah. And then it gets to him because you know, he don't need the money. Clearly, nah. in this movie, it wasn't a, a cash grab. But yeah, I'm ready. You guys ready? Yeah, dude. Right, three, two, one, play. <laughs> you know dude i really don't know a lot about weird Al, so no i mean i know his songs <laughs> I mean, I'm asking. Yeah, dude. Oh, sure. So that's a Roku. So that'll be like out when it drop drops. Fall. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready for it, though. I mean, dude, I Five bought lines. a TV just to watch it. It's like a surgeon. Yeah. The valet. Let me guess, Shang-Chi without the mystical stuff. God, I hope so. You know? Tons of fighting. Or he's just like a con man. Because yeah. that dude looks like a con man. He does, right? It's like a Unabomber. Real top gun actor. All right. Three, two, one, play. 
Oh, he's just <laughs> okay. Okay. So it's this. Yeah. It's the it's the fake it till it's real romance. Then they fall in love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like everybody around him is gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Who fucks? Yeah, right. Fucking tell the hammer. Oh, okay. That's the chick from Guns of Kimbo. It is. Ready or not. I was like, where do I know this bitch from? Ready or not was pretty good. A lot of killing. I mean, that looks kind of funny, though, to be fair. Let's go on to Hulu. Hulu? This is going to be rough. George Carlin's American Dream? It's a documentary. Yeah, I think Judd Apatow. Down. A two-part. Yeah. All right, let's see what it does. Three, two, one, play. Of 
Dude, he has so many comedy specials. Oh, no. Fourteen. Always writing a new hour. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna enjoy every bit of that. I think. Yeah. 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 Carl Carlin's a fucking legend, man. For sure. Even some people kind of got. Off the wagon in his bitter old man years, but I thought he was I still like fucking nailing it. Yeah. That, yeah. They used to play his specials constantly. Yeah. Remember when they had that thing on Comedy Central at midnight? Yeah. Where yep. it would be like the uncensored stand up comedy specials? Oh, yeah. And he had one on like every week yeah. you know i and, can't tell you how many times i saw the one where all the desks are behind him yeah and it's yeah, like yeah. why did they just leave that like that they just did it just fuck it it's all piled yeah. up back there yeah, the, uh, a fuck. i'm yeah. trying to remember the my one of my favorite ones by him was one of his early early ones and it's where he's standing in the middle of that little auditorium and they're yeah. like you know the, the yeah, crowd surrounding him yeah that was a very good one yeah Man, I wonder if there's a mega pack of them. Gotta be. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> All I needed to know, you know. So the plot thickens here. Remember, we watched With... that first trailer. Yeah. Well, this like lets you know a little bit more, like how the what the movie's plot is. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, it looks good. I'm ready. Yeah. Humans can't fuck tunes. Yeah. Oh, May the 20th. Sorry. Assume. Assume. All right. Three, two, one, play. <laughs> Not me. Is that Mulaney? Yes. That's <laughs> him and Andy Samberg. Flounder. He moved on. <laughs> Is that from Gumby? I don't think so. 
That's so fucking funny, though. Oh my god. It's the Coca-Cola polar bear. Look at all the pop culture here, dude. Just... He was in... Oh, it's fucking Peter Pan. Yeah. Oh, washed up Peter Pan, the one that was in the animated. It looks like a silly goose time. Yeah. Probably the best thing Seth Rogen's been in this year. Yeah, for sure. Because it doesn't star him. Yeah. And he didn't die. Burn. <laughs> All right. Y'all know this is going to be stupid. You already yeah. know. Yeah. It's a sequel to Finding Nemo, bro. Man, what fell flat. Let's see what the what an updated Jaws movie looks like. All right, three, two, one, play. Yep. Far Cry, you know. Yeah. Group of friends. Look out for a big shark! Oh, it ate his legs. Warning. Mm-hmm. Oh, trust your gut. My mind's telling me no. Ugh. Okay. That would have killed someone, at least one. Yeah, yeah. The jet skis just disappeared. Now there's one of them. Yeah. People don't normally go that deep with those. No. Especially without a paddle. Nah, y'all better make some room on that motherfucker. Yeah. Uh Uh-uh. They just keep getting knocked off of it. (laughs) They're going to fucking try to shock it with the battery? Bitch, you know that burns. Fuck this movie. <laughs> Fuck that. We gotta Fuck fucking watch that. it, dude. So, just an idea. There's like, what'd you say? There's like five of them, six of them. 
Mm-hmm. So you could take turns. One of you could yeah. sit at the back of that thing and, and kick paddle. your legs, <laughs> and it'll yeah. move. Yeah, it will yeah, move. Yeah. Just an idea. Yeah, I wouldn't have got off know. of it and swam out for fucking nothing. Yeah, it's like, why'd they no. make him go? Yeah, right. I'm excited about this next uh, this next trailer though. I've is this heard the some... Black Widows. What's her name? Yeah, yeah. This is Midsummer. Yeah, Empire State Building. Yeah. <laughs> Macaroni and cheese. All right. Yeah. Three, two, one, play. Oh, was, was that Olivia Wilde? Harry Styles? Yeah. Is he going to turn out to be quite the actor? I think he is. I haven't seen him in anything else of y'all. Yeah, he was in Dunkirk. What? Right? Yeah. That was a creepy shot. He wasn't Dunkirk. Oh. Damn. She's like a cult magnet. Yeah. <laughs> like the Stepford Wives. Oh yeah, it kind of is. Not even real. I think they're a part of it, yeah. I mean, I'm in. Yeah. This is like... This is like sci-fi handmaid's tale. It seems like they're in a future where something's happened and the men are trying to control women again. Like like living them in the past. Yeah. Looks interesting. That's what it seems like. It's so fucking funny. She's a cult magnet. I mean, who? <laughs> well, maybe this time she gets stuffed in the bear. Yeah, right. 
What is this? Four Horsemen Apocalypse? I haven't seen this trailer, but it's a real movie. I did verify that. Okay. It's the Apocalypse, the movie. And we start hearing the Horsemen's theme from wrestling. Shit, I'm ready for it. All right. Sure. Three, two, one, play. <laughs> of course. Oh. Twenty twenty. It's like every action movie in one movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Look. Here they come. (laughs) They're literally fighting the horsemen. It's every apocalypse movie, like, in one. I don't think you can fight those guys. (laughs) it looks so bad i think it's gonna be good look yeah is the weatherman gonna be tracking them like they track santa claus on christmas eve hey 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 guys it's 8 30 and santa's making his way past the yucatan peninsula yeah we go to our Santa tracker on radar. I mean, that looks pretty rough, but you know. Oh, just sometimes wait for the it last be... trailer. It's a found footage movie called Dash Cam. Ooh. <laughs> all right, Watcher. I hardly knew her. A film about voyeurism. All right. Three, two, one, play. Shutter. Oh, you're Romania. She don't like, she don't like, she don't like Romaine. Oh, we watched a fucking. I recognize that. Taser. We We watched a taser for this. Oh, yeah, the guy looking at her from across the way. He likes to watch. Why are you wearing that stupid man suit? You know? Yeah. What's your name? 
the house the house that Jack built. Yeah. <laughs> I go to the window and I stare and I stare. That's really mysterious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This guy looks a little gaffer taped in the middle. You're asking yourself, is it Shark Nate? Is it fucking Shark Month? Shark Week? It's gonna be one hell of a I mean, one hell of a, a beer commercial. So this is a Chinese movie. Oh, okay. So you know Lay it's it going to be over the top, right? Yeah. Like, look at that shark. Dude. In the thumbnail. Let's hit play, my guy. Three, two, one, play. Clearly had a better budget than the other one. Yeah, for sure. Why are they always reeling the kaiju in like a fish? <laughs> what the deepest bluest by half is like a shark fin. Wonder what level you got to be to capture him. So he had like little arms he could crawl around. Half shark, half T Rex. Shark Rex. What was that movie with the smart sharks? Deep Impact? Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. In a world where glass totally fails <laughs> everyone, it just delivered the line. We are the food supply. Oh, look at him, dude. <laughs> he goes full tremor mode. Dude. Nuke it. Whoa. Yeah, what the fuck? All right. I don't think they thought about how that would look when the shark was just barely flopping around the city. Yeah, no. He's like, trust me, it'll look way better once it's off the storyboard and on the screen. Yeah. We have a sick character design. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking land shark, dude, this land shark, he fucks, okay? Dude, yeah, like, he ain't messing around with that pussy down, dude. He's straight fucking. Yeah. We saw how gnarly his teeth was, so we put them all over his body. All right. Found footage this, movie. 
This is the crown jewel of the night, right? I mean, it was the trailer at the end of the line. <laughs> I almost put uh, Weird Al at the bottom, but I didn't want to go on that. It was a slow week for trailers. We oh, didn't have any funny. with Bruce Willis on them. You know? Oh, damn it. Or Mel Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Three, two, one, play. I can't get over that fucking four horsemen shit. Band car. Filmed with an iPhone 6. What? I'm getting sick. Yeah. Here's the thing with these movies. Over. Yeah, I've got something to say too, man. Like, man, if you're going to move, you know what I mean? Run around with a camera like that, you better have a damn good story. Yeah. A damn good one. Cloverfield, man. And to add to that, um, you know, I know the next, the next great, innovative uh found footage movie is out there this ain't it no but this is one of the movies that's got to come out for us to get to that yeah they got to do it be like yeah don't do that yeah um because it makes sense as someone that's blogging live they're live streaming people do this all the time now it's a big thing they just walk around with a camera strapped to it there was that movie uh what a year or two ago that had um Dude from Harold and Kumar, John Cho, mm-hmm. uh, where he was doing something similar, where he was like dealing with people's, it was like on Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's obviously going to be the angle, but it just, I just don't feel like the right movie's been made yet. No. Eventually. Um, Despite them oh, going man. the way. <laughs> Despite the way they, the uh, paranormal activity films went on, the first one was good for what it was in the same sense that the Blair Witch Project was good. Yeah. Um, horror with with the supernatural element is obviously the easier route to pull because you can do the less is more. You yeah. can you can like we could we could go meet up in a definitely thicket of woods and yeah yeah. That's so why they make a be, lot of them because it's so cheap. Well, it's gonna it's gonna be that movie that it needs to be that movie that comes out that's found footage that ups the ante just a little bit more, but it just doesn't well, you know, suck. 
you can make the camera move around a lot and stabilize it a little. I mean, yeah, I'm on. Like, dude, that was really like watching that. I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm motion sickness just watching the trailer, and it's well, one I mean, and a half I, minutes. <laughs> and like you said, Adam, they make a lot of these movies. I wonder if, because I, like. I, a movie where they have go- where there there's like the for some reason these people are wearing GoPro GoBros <laughs> GoPro or body cams, and you just watch these scientists just find this crazy shit. You know, like they mm-hmm. stumbled into a vault. Oh yeah, what like you could use, man, is like some something. of those. I watch these people on YouTube where they'll strap a camera and go like spelunking. They'll go explore an abandoned. You know, place yeah. like um, I even went to a missile silo. You know, there's a guy that has a channel where he'll go to these like mansions, theme parks. Yeah, and he's got better camera work than what that is. And he's, you know, he just has like a GoPro strapped to him. Yeah, and it's because it's got built-in image stabilization. So, well, I mean, well, <sighs> have them run into like... something. Have something going on like that. Like, I know that they did the movie Project Almanac. I think is what it was. But mm-hmm. they tried to do the time travel element with found footage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think that deserves a second try and a, a better a better story to be told. Yeah. Uh, I because I, here's my thing: some of the best parts in some of these are any adventure story that deals with some shadowy group that's throwing shit together is those random moments where they find like something left over from them. Like they're raiding an old compound. Um prime example, like the Dharma Initiative videos. Yeah. From Lost. Uh, you know, just little moments where they're like, all right, we're here, we're running experiment number one fifty seven. Yeah. Um it is uh sixteen hundred on a Thursday, blah blah blah. And the shit happens and you know, like stuff like that. And it just makes it ominous. It adds that weird like you feel like you shouldn't be watching this, mm-hmm. and it adds to the creep vibe. And I wish, I wish there could be a movie that nails that properly like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll get there one day, man. So what are we gonna yeah. watch? Yeah, what are we gonna do next week? There's a couple of things that have came out since uh, we've been doing the Richard Kelly threesome yeah that's what i'm calling it <laughs> um we got sonic available yeah we got x yeah definitely want to watch that yeah we've got uncharted uncharted so how about we just do them all three i mean i want to see all three of them you want me to put them in the list randomizer throw them in there we haven't done that in a long time I know, right? Holy shit. It's been a minute. All right, I'm going to put Sonic. Put the gods aside. Uncharted. Oh, How many times am I spending it? Three. 261? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, one, two, three. All right, we got X. Oh, let me put it in the... Uh, Here we go. So we've got X... We've got Sonic, Uncharted. I mean, that's almost damn near perfect. Yeah. If it wasn't going to be in that order, then it would have been Sonic and X. I would have been all right with it. But 
yeah. did not want to watch Uncharted first. Right. Yeah. It might be a banger, dude. I'm interested to see because, like, there's been a lot of negative. I definitely want to see it. Yeah. Well, this just gives me a reason to watch it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I've heard great things. About, yeah, I've heard great things. About, but wait, here's the real question, okay? Doctor Strange comes out this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go watch it. I can, Are we I can gonna, probably, I might be able to squeeze it in Sunday, depending on the showings. Uh, that's going to be a little harder for me. I don't yeah. know. Uh, once we've all seen it, because I know you're going to go watch it, Trav. I'm going to try my best. Yeah. It'll be out for a little bit. You'll find some time. Yeah. So how about we do this? We we roll with like the 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 ex Sonic Uncharted. Yeah. When when we get the message that all three of us yeah. have seen it, we just slot it in there. Kind of like we do with Batman. Yes. We had an episode planned. There was an emergency council meeting. Yeah. Switched to Batman. The fucking elders got together and made a decision. <laughs> the timekeepers decreed. Yeah. So. The reason I don't want to wait too long with that movie, because I've already seen, like, there's already TV spots that are giving away it's too cool. much. Yeah, yeah, dude. I don't want to see it. I'm not watching that yeah. final trailer. I don't yeah. need to see no more. But dude, if that goddamn internet being able to keep their fucking mouth shut is gonna be a problem. Like, I know, man. Like, it's because you know, as soon as that comes yeah. out, it's just gonna be all over. Just oh, by yeah. mid by midday, yeah. all the YouTube channels will have their ten things you missed when you watch yeah. the Multiverse of Madness. I watched the Multiverse of Madness at half speed. Here's what I saw. <laughs> yeah. I watched it twice. Well, fucking heavy spores has already got videos up. He does. Because they the premiere happened last night or not before last, mm-hmm. so yeah, like there's already it's there. Well, well, one thing that I do know is that at that CinemaCon, I think we talked about it last week, or I'm, I don't, I can't remember. They've recent the, the first twenty minutes of the movie has been spoiled because they aired it at CinemaCon. Yeah, it hasn't so, been spoiled for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely I mean, well, it, it is out there. Yeah. I didn't read it either, but that, that it, it, they, I, I assume there were articles that was like, we're about to start explaining. So, yeah. So I was like, eh, dip. Yeah. Don't want to know. But yeah, we got X, and then I'm going to go watch Doc Strange. And yeah, I got an eye doctor's appointment. <laughs> awesome. It's not relative. Yeah, it's not relative to any of this, but. You gonna go after that? No, no, no. We're gonna make because the eye doctor's appointment's at ten. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and we gotta go to Huntsville. So, mm. yeah. But uh, I've got some time slotted, and it's only an hour. It's only two hours, a little over two hours. Yeah, long. I was surprised it wasn't longer. Was like, yeah, oh, me okay. too. Yeah. Because Spider-Man was like, what, three hours almost? So, you know. But. All right. But yeah. Watching X next week. 824, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Checks in the mail. Coming for you, high res.